Hi, bestie. Grab a condom and ride along to episode 5 of Girl Gag. Today's fake cast, aka forecast, is 50% I lost him, he lost me. 30% Donna glazed shoulders. 20% I go back to a taken guy. Here's just a quick adult content disclaimer. This episode may contain adult language as this podcast is intended for adults only. If you are easily offended or uncomfortable with mature explicit content, please exit or listen at your own discretion. Don't forget to support me and keep our podcast girl gag running by subscribing with the link in the show notes for extra sexy episodes. Love you, bitch. Today, I'm feeling a little emo and I started reminiscing about someone I used to know. How did I come about this? Well, I was scrolling through my Snapchat friends. When I say Snapchat, I mean my whole Snap, not my public one. I have a private one just for the boys and I. Granted, I do have a friend who's a girl that added me and I accepted her. So technically, is this Snapchat only for the boys now? Still is. (laughs) She'll just have to deal with my thirst traps. Okay, just kidding. Any hoosies. I realized I had this guy blocked from my stories from who knows how long ago. I think after my breakup. So I went ahead and unblocked him from my stories and I ended up thinking, pondering about him way too much. If I could go back in time and reconnect with him, I would. If I could now, I would. Why am I keeping a distance then? You may or may not be asking. He has a girlfriend. How do I know? We talked about it. A couple months after my breakup. To say the least, it's a forbidden love, you see. So if you're not going to be in the fields and pity me and St. Nick's love story, please, be gone. And yes, I'm nicknaming him St. Nick. It's funny because this ties my ex in somehow, some way. Cool beans, so fun. Right before I met my ex, I actually met St. Nick. Of course, through the one and only way that seems to work so successfully. <laughs> Bumble our lord and savior bumble okay i'm jumping into the story now so he was a bit nerdy and shy a little reserved had a shy chuckle laugh and a cheeky smile and just seemed very calm and polite yet dorky um i used to make fun of him about his career and called him a scientist for the weather i don't even know how that came to life but it did he's some type of data analyst for a well-known company and let me tell you he has his shit together and Also, he was my age. You guys know me. I don't really date guys my age. I tend to go for younger. (laughs) That's a red flag, Faye. Um, St. Nick was about 5'11", um, tan skin. He had dark hair, brown eyes, bright smile. He was built, but not like douchey built. He played soccer, so he had a soccer player's body with fucking muscles, dude. He was not buff. Instead, just very proportionally fit. Mm. His shoulders were so defined. Literally, I told him before, I've never met someone with such nice round shoulders. Like, they were perfect. They glistened under my warm bedroom nightlight. They looked like crispy cream donuts. I swear to you, this guy had the whole package. And when I say the whole package, you are absolutely right if your mind went straight to the gutter. He just looked so glazed. Our first date, he didn't make the best first impression on me because he was late. absolutely late we agreed to meet at the small that was in his town because my sister and i were taking my nieces to visit the pet store prom dress shopping and one of them actually met up with their boyfriend too since he lived close by so it was convenient kill two birds with one stone kind of thing saint nick had mistaken the mall for another mall and that's why he came 30 minutes late which i guess i can try and understand reason out but you know 
I mean, it's better than him being late for a different reason, right? Anyway, we agree to meet at this huge Christmas tree and apparently, supposedly, he was standing there. I was walking towards the foyer while texting him and I swear I could not find him at all. I was so confused. He's like, I'm standing right in front of it, straight from the entrance. At this point, I'm like, fuck, I'm about to get catfished because all I saw was this old lady with white hair, a stroller, a kid running around town, and a couple sitting on a bench. I'm like sweating balls as I'm walking towards this big Christmas tree. Oh my gosh, I don't see you. Are you sure you're at the tree? Are we talking about the same tree? And I kid you not, just like the Hallmark Christmas movies, this beautiful guy walks out from behind the tree. He looks up at me, his smile presses against the slight dimples on his cheeks, and he waves at me. I still remember he had on this dark navy jacket and brown shoes. He's walking towards me now, and as we meet eye to eye, face to face, he bends down a little and hugs me. I probably looked like a shrub at this point, drooling. <clears throat> and also, it's so true, guys. 9 out of 10 times, a guy looks way better in person than their pictures or snaps. So, there's hope, girls. There's hope. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot to tell you guys. He and I FaceTimed a couple of times before we even met. And that was the first time a guy's done that with me during my four months of being consumed in my whole phase or whatever, this hookup culture. He was the first guy to ask if we can talk on the phone or wanted to FaceTime me way earlier on when we started texting. I remember us talking for like an hour the first time. And honestly, I didn't really click too much with him. He was definitely shy and like not that active in conversation. I remember feeling a little awkward where it'd be like, shit, what do I say now to fill in the silence because I hate awkward silences. So I talked a lot. I asked a lot of questions, engaging, and then soon after, he did become more comfortable on the phone. I think he was at his mom's place and his brother was there. They were going to watch a movie or something. I don't know. I just remember getting off the phone and thinking... He, he alright. He kind of boring, but he's cute, judging from his bumble pics. Then another time, he asked me if we can FaceTime when he got off work. And I remember sitting at my vanity, setting up my phone to the best of its ability to capture me at the most flattering angle, of course. I had just gotten back from the gym, so I had my cute V-cut scandalous tank on, you know. <laughs> he was super smiley, and I was so shocked at how good he looked for someone so quiet. I don't know. I guess I had a stereotype in my mind. Then another time, he asked to FaceTime me after he got back from indoor soccer and fuck. He had his white jersey on and the way it fell between the dents of his shoulder blades. Fuck. I was hyperventilating, okay? I think honestly, he's probably one of the hottest guys I've been with and not even saying that in a, I mean, yeah, he's so hot. He's very handsome and like very human, <laughs> you know? down to earth kind subtle humble about his looks like this dude probably didn't even know he looked that good okay that was just a little prehistory for you to know okay back to our first date so he hugs me and we say hi and then he apologizes for being so late etc then we walk towards literally the only restaurant in this small little mall um, we go upstairs and get seated at a booth. I remember him leaving to the bathroom and I sat there texting my sister like, holy shit, he's so tall and cute. Like, fuck my life. Because I went into this day just kind of like, blah, because he was late. So I had no expectations and just kind of felt like, yeah, this is probably going to be a one and only time kind of thing. But hold up, hold up. To be honest though, 
that is always the best way to approach a date. It's just advice from lots of experiences. Always go into a date with no expectations. Literally go in with the mindset of a bad bitch. Like this may just be one time. So I'm gonna act all of me confidently and unapologetically because I'm not gonna see this guy anyway. And usually those do the best. Not only are you the most fun and you're the most let loose, carefree, no pressure version of yourself, but you don't care if they judge you or not because for all you know, you'll never see them again anyway. And then men tend to want to see you again and ask you on another day. I swear by this. I'm just, I'm just saying from experience. So I go in with that mindset because valid excuse, but being so late kind of turned me off. He comes back and sits down. I order a fizzle drink with some type of alcohol and he gets a beer. Mind you, I'm super lightweight with alcohol, okay? That year was actually the first time I started experimenting with alcohol beverages, so I was a noob. I don't remember what I got, but bitch, it had carbonation and it was fizzing my stomach. When I say fizzing, my stomach was like those um pop rocks that you put in your mouth okay fireworks so we're a bit into conversation and our dinner hasn't come out yet and my drink was like more than half gone <laughs> he was talking about something to me and i suddenly blurted out super rude of me i know my stomach is tingling he looks at me dead in the face and starts laughing out loud i was like what what's so funny he asked me to repeat what i said and i was like my stomach's bubbling. It's vibrating like a washing machine. It's tingling. He starts gasping for air because he's, he's laughing so hard. I start laughing at him for laughing at me because I'm tipsy. My cheeks are red and burning. My stomach was tingling. My guards were down. I didn't even care how I looked at this point. That drink was strong, okay? We went on this whole spiel about how this drink was making my stomach vibrate and that became our little inside joke, I guess. Every time I brought it up, he would die laughing and never ended. Dinner was actually really fun. We had good conversation and laughed, obviously, a lot. It confirmed how he's this very reserved, more quiet, smart guy who's fucking good looking. Just slap some oil and glaze him up. Golly. Once he got more comfortable with me, he really spoofed up our dinner talk and got more personal which i really appreciate because bitch we know i'm an open bug so when someone tries to reciprocate the energy i really really appreciate it knowing that it's kind of out of his comfort zone he was putting a lot of effort okay we leave dinner and we're walking towards a forever 21 because he parked outside on that end so i'm like i'll go with because i'm not trying to have him walk me to my sister and my nieces okay <laughs> he was so fine and perfectly proportioned that i had to spice it up so i decided to stick my little arm into his left arm <laughs> and then before he left outside he and I hugged he thanked me for my time and then he left I turned around and realized some girls were looking at us like uh okay did you just walk your date out the forever 21 back door <laughs> so I shyly speed walked towards the front and left i bounced. the next week rolls around and he asked me if i wanted to hang out again he said he'll come towards me this time so i invited him over to my place after we go grab dinner or something and so we did this was the date we went to dinner at boston's this restaurant sports bar right around the area that my old apartment was and not gonna lie a bitch got a little tipsy with two mojitos a basketball game was playing during the time and i remember texting a picture to my brother like you watching the game because he'd tease me all the time about how i got so into sports because of the dates i go on low-key he's 
in denial because I always watched basketball with him back in the day when I was in middle school. Fucker. <laughs> My brother's like, another date? <laughs> Anyway, St. Nick and I got back to the apartment and we cuddled up on the couch with the movie on classic, very original Faye. We were pretty deep into the movie before he even made a move besides, you know, my head kind of on his shoulder. His beautiful shoulders. Oh my gosh. I hope he never finds this podcast. That'd be so embarrassing. Finally, finally he says, can I kiss you? This cute ass mofo asked me if he could kiss me i'm like bro yes i do <laughs> so we started making out or whatever you know how do we end up in the bedroom i don't know <laughs> girl all i kept saying to him was your shoulders are so nice and round i was in my own world okay like at this point it was shoulder one fake zero i remember him saying do you like them that much <laughs> probably like okay bitch i get it shut up and kiss me or suck my lips you nasty <laughs> it was a great time i had a great time he had a great time we had a great time i got up and i'm snapping my garments back together putting on my sweatpants and he's laying there looking at me oh how the turntables i get shy as fuck he sits up starts putting on his shirt and he says I don't know why you don't like your legs. I think they're sexy. They're very sexy to me. When I tell you, it took me a hot second to register what he just said to the point of processing and realizing I want this man's kid. Duh. Kids? Girl. So apparently one time on the phone, we were talking about our insecurities or something. I had mentioned to him how I hate my legs and the way they look, how they're bulky to me and my calves are just huge. Like, joke's on me because I still feel the same way two years later. He probably remembered that as he was looking at me, minding my own damn business, clothing myself, and said that. I literally wanted to melt. I was blushing so hard. He was like, Seriously, your legs are sexy. <sighs> so sweet. He made me feel good about myself. St. Nick and I were supposed to have a third date. He had a chess tournament in, in my town that weekend or the next weekend and asked me prior if it was okay if he came after his tournament to spend time with me and spend the night. I was so excited. I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> that Saturday literally rolls by and our state went through this horrible ice storm yes if you live in michigan you probably remember cars were flying off the freeway power outages in multiple areas winds were disgusting like it was not advised to go outside at all the temperature dropped his chess tournament got canceled and he texted me that he won't be able to make it out tonight which understandable because it was horrible outside and you know I get it, I get it. This is where my ex played a role. So me being the hoe that I am, I was texting my ex simultaneously, not just him, multiple guys, okay? He kept asking me to let him come over. I kept saying, no, I'm not looking for anything right now and I don't wanna get physical, etc. I don't wanna say he was begging me to let him come, but he was definitely begging me. <laughs> so here I am, all dolled up with no date. So what did the hoe face say? You guess you guess sure come over but okay there's a but because the roads were so bad i didn't want him to get into any accident so i told my ex to go test the roads before he decides to come or not and i said it's up to you but if you crash that's all on you like me trying to get him to sign some kind of consent or agreement like you are liable for your own actions okay boy 
<laughs> so my ex drove in that disgusting gross weather and he made it he ends up spending the night and we hit it off literally like something i can't and will never deny is that him and i had extreme chemistry when we first met and it was very strong i guess however i'm gonna save that for another episode and also read into his red flags but you know it's gucci as much as he was begging for us to meet this wasn't the first time i was kind of desperate too at that time at on that day okay on that day to my defense and yes i can admit it now she was a hoe that wanted attention also one of my red flag is over romanticizing everything about an average joe so i was head over heels about my ex like oh my gosh she came to me even in the ice storm even saint nick didn't do that for me oh my god like bitch x wanted some dick okay that's all <laughs> but that literally was one of the big reasons why i stopped talking to sink nick because my ex showed up and he kind of you know demanded him and i to only see each other after a few dates in girl it's a story i'll tell you next time maybe if you subscribe to my podcast i'll share it in an extra episode since i don't want my ex to listen to this and he sure ain't gonna spend no coin just to hear me talk shit unless he does that's not the end of me and St. Nick. So we kind of stopped talking with each other, right? And he ends up hitting me up like maybe one more time or so. But because I was so occupied with my ex, I was like, nah, you know, fuck me. Um, also, I was going through that heartbreak drama with me and my first, you know, Flynn from the last episode. It was a shit show of unstable emotions, all right? I was going through it, so I kind of, like, paid him no attention. Fast forward, my ex and I break up. I go on a self-healing journey, and I make the decision that I was ready to meet people again after four-ish months. I randomly messaged St. Nick on Snapchat because he crossed my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, I get to reconnect with my homie i miss his face i want to see if he's still into me maybe we can meet again i don't know just just lustful thoughts you know he responds and he's like oh my gosh hi i haven't spoken to him in like two years too keep in mind so we're super excited we're talking and catching up via snap he even brought up how he would remember that i said my stomach tingled from alcohol and that always stuck to him and how it made him laugh often um yeah so i was like oh i cross your mind sometimes huh <laughs> you can just feel the energy through our paragraphs of exchange we got on the topic of why we stopped talking very brief and i remember telling him that i wanted a relationship and when all the right parts so i thought were presented to me i kind of went towards that with someone else but you know it didn't work out after a year and i'm single again and then I don't recall how he specified this because I blocked it out of my memory, you know, out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> he says something like, oh, I'm actually with someone right now. My fucking heart broke. Okay, it didn't break, but it dropped to the pit of my stomach. I was like, oh, how long have you guys been together? So fucking sad. I didn't even want to ask, but I was so curious. And, and he responds like, about 10 months now, we started dating during the pandemic. After we kind of stopped talking, I, I met her. My stomach was churning, okay? He goes on to say that he's hoping things work out with her. And right there and then, I just fucking froze. I didn't even know what to say back. And also, I didn't want to be that girl who's like, pick me, choose me. I remained respectful and kind of took a step back because we were just unpacking the good laughs we had with each other, even when it was just through text, you know? There was such a connection. And, and I didn't know, to my knowledge up until that point, I didn't know that he had a girlfriend. And then St. Nick tells me, 
that he really did like me and thought of me in a way that we could have possibly been more basically that he wanted to date too but didn't know that was what i was looking for too so when he realized it was too late because i had gotten into something with someone and here i am coming back to him and didn't realize that he is with someone else now too it was so fucking sad for no reason at the time at least that when we were talking about it like i got into a relationship and it's too late now because he missed his chance by not vocalizing that he wanted a relationship too and then i missed my chance because it's too late now when i come back and he's already in a relationship i was like i hope the best for you and your girlfriend i'm always here but i hope things work out and i'm happy for you and then i think i said i'll see myself out (laughs) And he was like, no, it's okay. We can still talk. And I was like, I can't. I can't, bro, because I'm realizing now that I still like you since we never officially cut off ties. I didn't say that to him, but internally I was crying. Tragic. I just ended up leaving him on red because, you know, my heart couldn't take it. And I don't want his girlfriend to ever feel uncomfortable, you know, if he was talking to me, even just as a friend or just catching up. I We can't have that, okay, Faye? Call it what you want, but this shit is like modern day Romeo and Juliet, okay? So guys, sometimes it's true. Right person, wrong time. Just kidding. I don't know him enough to say that, but I just know that our connection when we reconnected just for the brief moment of talking, it felt undeniable. And I saw this TikTok where a guy said that connection is different from chemistry. You can have chemistry with so many people, but a connection is limited you know sometimes you meet someone and there's this undeniable connection between you and them it's not created or destroyed it's just there or not and i feel like ours was there is there the guy said that you can't build connection you can only build and strengthen a bond but that doesn't mean there's connection it's the same feeling of reconnecting with someone 20 years later and then you pick up right where you left off you just feel something about this person with this person you know it's deeper than surface that to say maybe it's not the end for me and saint nick i don't know maybe he felt just as much connection as i did especially when we reconnected but we will not be a homewrecker i will respect him and his girlfriend especially his girlfriend and see myself out time works in funny ways anyway and to that all the best for saint nick and his donut glazed round shoulders fuck i can't believe i i i I passed that up for average joe oh my god why (laughs) thank you for listening to the fifth episode of girl gag don't forget to support me by clicking on the link in the show notes to keep us running anything is appreciated expect more bullshit coming your way by following this podcast so you won't miss the next episode i'll be shitting to you soon bye